Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 108, looking at Judges 3 and 4 and then Acts chapter 8 verses 1 through 25. Now as we head into the book of Judges, remember the cycle that we saw yesterday. They sinned against God, God's wrath was placed upon them, they found deliverance through a judge and then they returned to faithfulness before God. Well today we see this cycle through Othniel, Ehud and Shamgar. Do you see the repetition? Faithfulness gives way to evil, evil brings wrath, repentance brings a judge and a judge brings a time period of peace. In some senses this is the cycle that the people of Israel would be in for a very long time, that is until they give up faithfulness altogether. In chapter 4 we have the introduction of Deborah and a fairly brutal battle. Again and again we will see that this is not what God's desire was for the people nor was it his desire to bring about this cycle but the constant evil before God led the people into this situation. Notice how chapter 4 starts, they did evil before the Lord. Now often people think that the Old Testament is brutal and shows an angry God but first before judging the text and God himself look at the people evil and wicked to the core. Is this not the very reason we need Jesus? For without Jesus we are caught in a cycle that we will always lose. We need the saving grace of Jesus to once and for all deal with our sin problem. It is then through Jesus we can live a life set apart that is holy and pleasing to our creator God. So let me ask this today. Do you know that saving power of Jesus? that power to break these chains of sin, the power to bring new life and that power to be in this right relationship with the Creator. I do pray that that is true in your life today. As we head into the book of Acts, we are introduced to a new character and what a way to be introduced. Saul approved of the execution of Stephen. More than that, Saul was going through all the houses in the region and searching out Christians. As soon as he found them, they were sent to prison or killed for their faith. And we'll be coming back to Saul in the coming days. What I want you to notice though is this persecution served to extend the message of the gospel into new regions. You see, as Christians escaped the punishment of Saul, they continued to share the gospel wherever they ended up. We therefore see the gospel transforming lives as a direct result of persecution. Today we see that Philip heads to Samaria and proclaims the truth about Christ. Further, to preaching, we also see that great healing across the people came about. Joy increased as the people found out about Jesus. And again, this happened because Philip was driven out by the persecution of Saul. As Philip continued to preach and the apostles continued to travel and preach, we have this situation with Simon the magician. He believes in the gospel and is amazed at everything the Spirit is able to do, but he has an issue. His day job was to bring the people to amazement through magic. And so as he saw the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit was able to do, he wanted to become a legitimate crowd pleaser, a legitimate magician to some extent. Notice the rebuke from the apostles. The Holy Spirit is not a money-making machine. It is not about show and amazement. The Holy Spirit is the power of God to transform lives, not make you famous. It is still an issue we face today. Many use the Holy Spirit, especially in the charismatic movement, as means of gaining followers and crowds and even money. Yet the Holy Spirit wasn't given to amaze. The Holy Spirit was given to guide, to counsel, to help and to bring power to followers of Jesus. Just as the apostles guided Simon to repent, we too must repent from abusing the Holy Spirit for personal gain in this world. We seek not the power to look good or make money, rather the power of the Holy Spirit to see our lives transformed, being made holy and complete before our Creator God. 
So let me leave you with another question. Who is the Holy Spirit to you? Let me pray. Father, we do pray that as we have seen in these two passages, a faithfulness that really failed at many occasions. And then as we move into the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit really binding Christians together. Father, we pray that the Holy Spirit would work in the church, that we would remain faithful, that we would be ambassadors for Jesus. And it wouldn't be about followers or a crowd, but it would be about that saving grace, that saving power of Jesus going out to the nations. And so, Father, we pray that this would be true in our lives and in the church today. We pray this in your name. Amen.